Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of a very cultural podcast. I'm here with my first guest of the show. His name is Zeev Ellinger. He's one of my roommates and he's actually kind of the person that kind of inspired me to get this idea and he really helped me come up with the concept of the show. Zeev? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Good afternoon. I hope you're doing well. Hope all you listeners are doing well too. Pleasure to be out here on this uh, wonderful afternoon here with you, Matt Park. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I heard you got some questions for me, so before we get into those, yeah. Yeah, so you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, tell the audience where you're from and all that jazz? Yeah, yeah, so I was uh, actually born in a small town called Yehud, about 10-15 minutes south of Tel Aviv in Israel. Um, I pretty much grew up there, Hebrew was my first language. Um, I hadn't learned to speak English until I was about six years old, um, and the reason being was because I actually moved to Turkey. So, I mean, I spent most of my childhood, I guess the first nine, ten years of my life in Israel and Turkey, and then um, after living, after spending three and a half or so years in Turkey, we actually moved to the United States, um, which is where my family is still today, uh, in Bellevue in Seattle, or Washington. So. So kind of like coming from that, because I did the same thing, like what was that move kind of like for you when you first came? Which one? The move first from, coming to America, basically. First coming to America, that move was, that move was, it was, it was interesting because it was one of those things that like all the kids that I grew up with and all that, we always were wondering what America was like. So when I finally was, got the news broken to me that I was moving to America, that was something that was pretty overwhelming to me just because... I mean, America is the place that you like see in the movies, see in TV shows. All the music I was listening to was inspired by Americans. It was all American-made music. So, I mean, I felt like the fact that I was moving to the country uh, of pretty much everything that I see on entertainment and whatnot, I was I was pretty stoked about it. I was pretty excited, but definitely, definitely some drawbacks to it too. I mean, but I would say overall, it was it was great not only for myself but for my family too so yeah like with that like when I did that like I was like definitely sad because just because yeah. you're moving a complete like completely from another country oh, it's yeah. just so overwhelming as a kid do your parents speak fluent English uh yeah they do so my dad is actually American born he was born in Brooklyn New York um and my mom was born in Israel so she hadn't learned English until I think she was in middle school when she had to learn it in I mean in primary school there but but yeah and I mean now obviously they speak they both speak uh, Hebrew fluently and English too, so um, so yeah. So like obviously growing up, when's like when was like the first sign you got of like the cultural differences when you came over? First, the first feeling of cultural difference that I felt was when I moved to Turkey. Actually, before I came to the U.S., um, probably because of the of the biggest difference in I mean religion, as you can tell, Turkish being a dominantly Islamic country. Um, whereas Israel being a dominantly or yeah dominantly Jewish country, um, I felt some differences there because there were certain times actually where we would have to shield or hide the fact that we were Jewish, which then that is when some questions kind of arose in my mind. Um, and yeah, and then definitely, you know, as we kind of got older and stuff in, in the States here and whatnot, you know, we kind of delved into some more dirty comedy, dirty <laughs> humor and stuff. So that's right, when, you yeah. know, little religion jokes and stuff mm. came about and whatnot. But I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't say that any of those. I mean, I did notice a lot of cultural differences, but I didn't say that those held me back in nothing any way. Like, or, yeah, nothing like no. too crazy, too significant. Oh, no. No, nothing that I was shocked or like just couldn't do. So, I mean, I'd say it was, I'd say I've adopted like a lot of American culture on the way, like along the line of like growing up myself. So, yeah. yeah. So how many times do you like usually go back and forth? If at all between between Israel and U.S. Yeah. Um. Well, that's Turkey. the thing is like yeah. So I've never been back to Turkey. Yeah. Uh, that's just not something that was ever possible to do because of the whole turmoil that's going on right. between you know my culture and the cult and their culture. And I mean, there's just it's a, it's a very problematic state right now with the dictator that they have in seat right now, Erdogan. So I don't really know what it's looking like for them, but it's I, I it's definitely a country that I would love to go back and visit just because. I mean, I spent three and a half years of my life there, um, and it was a beautiful country. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful things there. There's a lot of beautiful people there. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, if it's not safe right now, it's just not something yeah. that's feasible. And then to Israel, we try to go back every year. I mean, we've gone back every year for the last five or six years. Um, fortunately enough, uh, my parents make enough money that we can go. So, like, I'm really blessed for that. And, um, yeah, I, we love going back every time. We only go back in the winter. It's too hot to go back in the right. summer. So, um, yeah. So, always... obviously, like, sh shuffling those cultures, just because I went back to Korea, it was just, like, just such a different perspective on life. Like, you grow up in America, and then you go back <coughs> to your home country, and it's just, like, such yeah. a different way of life. Like, what what do you feel? Like, how do you feel about that when you go back? Like, do you enjoy it? Do you really, like, flourish in it? Or... Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a little different for me just because of the language barrier, I would mm. say now. I think that if I would actually have, I think if, if I would have actually grown up there, it would have been a lot different. And, I mean, I would have been in the military and been on a different career path right now because, I mean, as you, as I think you know, everybody straight after high school there goes and joins the military for at least two years, uh, male and female. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty. All right, right. So, and out of all that, obviously, there is a huge difference between values in every country. Like, yeah. you have a set of values within your family and then within your workplace. So, what would you say is, like, the biggest one? My biggest, the biggest set of values there, I think, is, uh, I think something that maybe I notice there a lot more than I notice here. And maybe that's just something that is, uh, I guess, more important just within my own family. But I think the just the entire aspect of the family of having of having a lot of value in your family is a very big thing there um we ate din like pe people ate dinner people eat dinner there as families every single night um we like they get together on friday nights too for shabbat for sabbath dinner um and that's just something that i miss like it's not something that we can do here and, like, honestly, growing up with some of the friends that I had, I noticed, like, none of them would ever eat with their families and stuff, which, I mean, I just kind of noted that and didn't really take anything of it or from it. But, yeah, it's just something that, I mean, yeah, I do I do it now because I'm in college and I don't have family. Yeah. But, I mean, I try to eat with the roommates and the boys and whatnot or, like, the girls and whatnot, like, when I ha have the chance to. So, so, for like, so yeah. I, I feel like us, like, the type of kids that, immigrate countries when they cross over and really start like a new life obviously your foundation completely changes yeah um the biggest thing is like like once you grow up you've adopted so many american cultures that it's just like a fine right. line of like what are like who do you identify as right now? so that's like, yeah that's a couple a... questions that my dad asked me they're always like oh like do you are you 
are you Korean? Like, you have Korean citizenship, but do you, like, identify yourself as Korean? Like, you're so embedded into this American culture, and, like, I feel like that's a lot of problems that kids like us face. So, for yourself, like, what do you think? Like, do you identify as an American or as a, as a Jewish Israeli? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question, because... Um because yeah, like I'm also a dual citizen. I have a I have a pa- I have an Israeli passport and I have an American passport. Um, and one of the things that comes with that is we have to you know renew that and whatnot. And we have to have we have to communicate with the government and whatnot to ensure that you know when I go there I won't get dragged into the military on my way out and so things like that. Um, and I mean obviously since we're living here in the states and I plan on living in the states and not I don't plan on moving back there just because long story short life is a lot easier here in yeah. America than it is over there but um yeah no I pretty much my like that's something my parents ask me too is do you think you're more American now that you're all grown up or do you still feel like the roots that you have in you that are back from Israel because they see it every single time we go back like my Hebrew is perfect like I blend right in with all the people there and whatnot, and it's, I mean, I know the streets over there, like, I still live there, so that's just something that, you know, um, I definitely think about a lot in every day, and I would say I'm definitely a mix of both cultures. There's some things that I do that I definitely think is clearly and evidently from my culture back from Israel or my Jewish heritage or... And then there's some cultures here that I know I've adopted for my friends and whatnot that I know my family or <clears throat> any sort of distant family doesn't really do over in Israel. So it's almost yeah. kind of like a sense of pride, isn't it? When yeah. You come over, it's just like, yeah, like I am this culture. No, definitely, definitely. And then there's yeah, also the fact in. that like you can talk about all the experiences right. and new culture that you've seen overseas, yeah. which they all love to hear about and it's always fun talking about. But we're also both from like the Western side. So I feel like, I don't know, if you go more deep into the South, it might be a little more precarious there it could be what do you mean that. like where do you imagine like if i was i feel like if i was a korean and i moved into the south it would just be kind of like would i really embrace like my stories from being from korea all that much that's a lot of the thing that like a lot of things that my dad brings up is like because we are in southern california it's much easier to really like talk about and come out with these things that's true that's true so, i mean being from the pacific northwest yeah. too though it's it's pretty easy it's a pretty right. easy thing to talk about people right. are pretty open and I would say friendly. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a lot of different cultures in California like we just mentioned. Um, have you ever gotten into an argument with one of your friends about current, obviously there's a lot of current events with Israel and Palestine. Oh, and yeah. Have you ever gotten into into it with one of your friends about that type of stuff? Um, honestly, no. Not that I can remember of, but I think something that is important in, I guess, in this podcast or this interview is you bring that question up is the fact that, um, I mean, you, you, you're a member of Pi Kappa Alpha. I'm a member of Pi Kappa Alpha. Um, I've been a member since my freshman year here and I'm now a junior and we proudly, like I've been, I've been leading the fraternity for the last year and a half or so. And we proudly have, you know, we have, I can, I know we have over 10 Jews. That's for sure. Um, and we also have about four Palestinians. And that is something that, you know, I think I actually had a Palestinian in the same pledge class of mine. And that's something that, you know, honestly, like, didn't, that didn't bring up any challenges or any sort of barriers between us whatsoever. I feel like I honestly felt like that brought us closer together. The Mm -hmm. fact that we were both kind of from the same area in the world, so to speak. And, 
yeah, there was some tension at first because, yeah, I was from Israel and he was from Palestine. And, you know, we didn't exactly know what each other's, you know, opinions to this war um, or to this conflict were. And, I mean, after getting to know him and whatnot and after breaking that ice and seeing that we both see, like, the war and conflict over there the same way in the way that we both just want peace. We want, right. like, just, like, no more war, no more fighting, no more conflict, no more deaths, no more nothing. Because, honestly, at this point, it's just there's nothing, there's nothing else that is going to come from this war other than just terror, sadness, and, yeah, tragedy, in my opinion. And I honestly can't say that I have faced any strong anti-Semitism at, on, on this campus, which is something that I'm very happy about because uh, it's something that is important to my mother. Um, she actually asked me that a lot, and it's very easy for me to say that I haven't experienced it because I know there's other campuses nearby and close to this school uh, that that is that that could be found. Right. So. Like there's there's a fine line. I feel like when you go to college and you obviously join a fraternity or you join a club, and there's a fine line that people have to kind of draw. And like once you kind of compromise with that, like I feel like it's you really don't come across that that much, especially in the area we are in too. Like. I haven't really, like, obviously there's going to be some jokes here and there, you're messing around with your friends, but... Right. Yeah, the clubs you join, I feel like, really determine, or, like, the fraternities, sororities you join, really determine what kind of, like, interactions you're really going to have throughout your collegiate career and beyond that. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, I think that's all we have for today. Um, thank you, Z, for coming yeah. down, being my first guest. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Matt. All right, all right thank Go you guys on. for tuning in. <laughs>